0: hey guys what's going on <laughs> it's your boys Rowan so here.
1: here's the thing so you can be that loud <laughs> you just choose not to be
0: i can't i can't sustain yes
1: i can't you can. sustain
0: this volume over a long yes period you of time can.
1: i've gotten into arguments I can with just, you
0: i can just do it back from here like hey guys you know like yeah, i just no, don't want to
1: shout it why would you do that
0: yeah right this is what no but like this is how i do. talk
1: no, this is how you talk, like you're on a podcast, like you need a microphone to pick up what you're saying. Yeah, you but can't when just... I'm
0: loud and we're talking, it's usually because we're in an argument and I'm just yelling my correct opinion at you, alright?
1: <laughs> well, that's subjective, most uh, of the time.
0: Actually, most of the things I am passionate about are objective, because they are factual. So... Guys, how's it going? This is your podcast. Uh, If you like what you hear, keep listening. If you don't, understandable. Um, Nobody wants to listen to... um, Rowan yelling. (laughs) Or Felipe complaining. So if you dislike either of those, you will uh, dislike half of our podcast. Um, Yeah, uh, follow us on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Audible, Amazon
1: Music podcasts, iHeart Radio, works. Uh, yeah,
0: Z one hundred four, Life one hundred two point five, Mix one hundred five point one. We're on all of those twenty four seven.
1: Also, because there are other non local radio stations which go by different things, so just check your <laughs> local radio station if you live in some other part of the country that's not Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm pretty that's sure how it's, the radio works.
0: It's Z one hundred four. Madison. Oh, Madison. I thought yeah. that was like the lady's name or something. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: boy. No, oh. because Z104 here in Madison is 100.3 in New York.
0: So, fun little tidbit. So, at work, I have a Turkish friend. Uh, I talked really close into the mic. I have a Turkish friend, and we were making fun of him because the way he says uh, Madison and medicine... Is the same way, and so we. Madison, medicine. Yeah, and so like we we got him to say, "Um, "I got medicine for Madison who lives in Madison," and it was funny because he's like, "I got Madison for Madison who lives in Madison."
1: It was really funny. So you started off this episode like just yelling. (laughs) I teetered out. The last (laughs) few things that you said, you can barely hear them, and your face was right next to the microphone, so.
0: I don't realize I do that a lot. Like I write a sentence and I just kind of, it's it, right?
1: very frustrating to listen to you. Tell a story sometimes because I don't hear the end of your sentences.
0: It's just so good that you, I think you guys need to hear it twice. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now that we have our giggles out, um, Felipe, like what, what are we talking about today? What are we, what are we going to have a quick chat about?
1: Uh, We're going to talk about how to groan our (laughs) face. What was that face you made at me? I
0: was going to say, quick chat.
1: Oh, because you you pronounce. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Because I do not stutter. (laughs) No, you do. I have never stuttered in my life. We
1: can replay audio from the last episode. I
0: said I said, I, said, I said, I said, Anyway. It's DJ stutter
1: <laughs> That's one of his favorite jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway. um, Last episode, we kind of started Get getting on the... Well, we got it. Welcome back. Uh, last episode, we started touching on this because we're talking about evangelism and sharing our faith. And I think it's important that if we're going to share our faith, that we understand how important it is to grow in our faith. And so um, we did have a few questions. I was like, well, what do I what do I do to grow in my faith? What you know, like what does growing in your faith even look like? Because, you know, you could I think it, the sad thing is you can be in church for like 20 years and still be a baby Christian. Mm -hmm. So how do you get from a baby Christian to a teenage Christian to an adult Christian or at least a mature Christian? How do you mature in your faith? How do you grow in your faith? I think uh, is a better way to say that. How do you mature in your faith? Um, And we're going to talk about that today because there's a lot to talk about. Um, It's very practical and it's also very real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) rowan uh is gonna talk about what it's like to be a child in their faith uh and then we'll see what happens so but seriously though child you uh so i think it's important to understand that we have just like we have a command to to share the gospel we have a command to grow in our faith like it, it is evident that as we come to know jesus Uh, And the longer we stay Christians, we are not supposed to stay and know Jesus the same way that we did day one. We are supposed to grow in our knowledge of him. We are supposed to grow in our intimacy, intimacy with him. We are supposed to grow in the things of our faith and and deepen our faith uh and there is a way to do that first timothy chapter 4 verses 12 through 16 paul i like this because you know like the first thing i thought of when writing this episode is paul's relationship with timothy because paul was an older dude in the faith and just an older dude in general timothy was like a young uh like late teens early 20s type of guy and he's giving him advice for leading a church not just for being a good Christian, Paul put Timothy in charge of leading a church. And and this is some advice that he has to say. He says, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but... Set an example for the believers in speech and conduct in love in faith and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given through you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Mm. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but that's really good because I think, like, we've talked about this or not. We, I guess, this has been a topic at church. Um, but people, people say like, oh yeah, I found I found Christ or I found Jesus or whatever, and they think that's it, right? They they take the salvation but don't take the sanctification, and so like. We need to understand that as Christians, and this is going to be like the foundation um, of what we talk about today. Like as Christians, we need to like our journey never ends, right? Uh, Paul describes it as a race, right? You don't sprint for the first 15 seconds and then walk the rest of the way, right? You, You keep a steady pace and you keep on going and you keep persevering through the long race, right? And so like we need to... And we talked about meditating on the word daily uh, last episode, right? So like, it's really important that we persevere f- through these things, and like we're diligent about how we carry ourselves, and like how we read our Bibles, and how we um, pray, and how we carry ourselves outside of church and outside of uh, Christian environments. And I think like it's really important important to like understand this and understand like how how and I guess maybe not understand it so much so as like applying it to our lives. Like how diligent are we about reading the Bible as opposed to watching your favorite show, right? How often do you make time for video games, but not prayer, right? Uh, I think that's what Paul is trying to say with like diligence, obviously not video games. Cause I don't think, at least I don't think Timothy had video games back then, but, uh, we don't know.
1: No, I think we know. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah and at the same time I think it's important that we understand that like as Christians I thought you were going to touch on this but oh, when we when we go to, uh you know like uh the Westminster Shorter Catechism is like the catechism we've talked about this before is a way to uh, like catechizing christians is basically saying like training christians right so like the older churches used to do this the lutheran church the catholic church um the what's the m the methodist church the presbyterian church like they used to do this and they still do this where they take people through classes to confirm Uh, like the fact that they've received the holy spirit and it's and it's it's good in the sense that like it teaches you these things and and it takes you through the bible and we have all of these questions and they provide all of these answers along with verses to support them and so our job like the create the reason why we were created was to seek god right the first question of of the cat the westminster shorter catechism is what is the chief end of man or what what is man's ultimate purpose and our our purpose is to know god and enjoy him fully forever um and so how are we supposed to grow in god when we neglect the relationship part how are we supposed to grow in our faith if we don't pray if we don't read our bible if we don't do this and it's like we talk about this all the time it seems like every single episode yeah we talk about the importance of these things but um this is how you grow in faith you know like it's it's simple and i think it's important that we put up make a specific episode on it because as practical as it is this is how we live out all of the other things that we talk about this is how we find our identity this is how we find how we're supposed to use our influence this is how we determine God's plan for our lives this is how we stay away from becoming lukewarm Christians this is how we walk in our purpose like all of these things that we've talked about over 3 seasons of episodes it's it's found in growing in our faith like that's the point of this podcast and i hope that so far that's what you guys have gotten out of this. Um is, is that's what this whole thing is about. Is not staying stagnant in our in our growth and in our maturing as Christians.
0: Yeah, and I think the question itself, like what is the chief end of man, uh like you'll hear you'll hear it a lot like in more layman's terms. Like what's the what's my purpose? Like uh what's the end goal, right? And I think When you, when you hear that question, you really get a good idea of where the person's hard at because like a lot of people confuse uh, the Christian's purpose with, they just want to go to heaven, right? Like there are a lot of Christians who are only Christians because they don't want to go to hell, right? And it's like, it's frustrating and it's, it's sad because like they're missing out and, on the joy of Christianity they're missing out on the freedom that like Christ brings and the joy that Christ brings right because that shouldn't be our end goal like the reason why we're uh, talking about this and the reason why we are should be passionate about the Bible isn't because we want to go to heaven one day and it not because like we want we don't want to be punished for all of eternity like That shouldn't be motivation. Our motivation should be like seeking God and finding joy in God. And like, I find like either, either you're selfish. If you like, if that's your purpose is to go to heaven, either you're selfish because you don't really care about God. You don't really care about, uh, whether or not, uh, all nations are discipled, right? You just care that at the end of the day, you're taken care of and you're safe, right? Um, Or you're just immature in your faith, right? You don't know, right? Because I think I don't – and I don't want to seem like I'm attacking people who think um, heaven is the end goal because, like, all throughout youth group, all throughout church, that's what I thought the end goal was. Like, what else would it be, right? Um, And I think you just need, like, kind of a perspective switch. You need to, like, change your perspective because, like – you're missing out on so much joy and just the real reason why we worship Jesus isn't because he can get us out of hell. It's because like there's so much freedom in his sacrifice that like we want we should want to like know him fully and enjoy him through that. So I just thought the question was interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, so step number one, I think we need to read our Bibles and as simple as that is, and is like as much as, we, as we've said it on this episode and as much as I'm sure that you've heard it, like reading your Bible is so important. Um, I'm so it's, it's funny. Like when we talk about our pastor and we talk about just stuff in general, I am the person that believes that like I can be in the shower and I can hear from God at the same time. Like what I hear from God, if it contradicts anything in the Bible, if it contradicts anything that God has already said, it's not God, it's my thoughts. Right. So like I, there are a lot of times where, you know, like when I was in youth and when I was getting ready to preach or share, or whatever I would, I would be in the shower and I'd start thinking about Bible verses, blah, blah, blah. And I would be praying and I would hear, or I would feel like God was saying something specific as I was preparing you know, it's weird to prepare in the shower, but whatever. You know, I'm not focused about anything else there. Like, it's just like, all right, like, what is, it, you know, like in my prayer, like, what is God trying to say? And a lot of times I've heard from God, you know, like doing stuff like that, but I don't ever hear God say something like, you know what, you should, you should definitely talk about stealing, you know, like, let's, like, how to get away with the perfect crime or. You know what, go sleep around with whoever you want, Felipe. Like I've never heard God say that. And I would never say that God said that because God is clear in His Word. And how are we supposed to know what God says to us and about our lives if we don't read His Word? And I think it's important to get to the point where you're not just reading the Bible, but you're studying the Bible. Like yeah. that is so much different, right? Like I I for the longest time, like whenever I read any book, I have pens and I need to highlight and underline things. And this year, like reading the Bible has really changed so much for me because I bought a physical Bible and I have a million of them, but I bought a physical Bible and I bought like a special set of highlighters and I bought one, the one where you could take notes in it and because that's how I process things. So as I'm reading the Bible and I have like my phone next to me or my iPad next to me where I'm like... I open up a commentary of whatever book I'm reading of the Bible and I will do them both at the same time. So I'll be in chapter nine and I'll be reading this commentary about chapter nine and I will write and read and write and read. And I'm trying to dive deeper into what God is actually saying because what he's saying is applicable today. Like the things that were said thousands and thousands of years ago are applicable today. And I need to make sure that I'm reading it rightly, that I'm understanding it correctly so that I can apply it appropriately. Yeah. That was the whole point right there. I should hashtag that later. I got to re-listen to this though. But it's so easy to, you know, like say, hey, I hate reading my Bible. It's so boring, blah, blah, blah. Like every time I start reading the Bible, I fall asleep. Well, if you just open up your Bible and you don't do any digging and you don't put any effort into it, like what do you expect? Yeah, I used to fall asleep reading the Bible all the time you know like but if if that's all reading the bible is like no you need to study the bible it's our due diligence to grow in our faith to make sure that we are understanding what is being what we're reading correctly
0: yeah and i all of that super cool and i don't have much to add i just want to say like what's the verse uh about the bible being god breathed
1: uh yeah
0: so there's a verse in the bible look it
1: up second timothy three First Timothy
0: three. Look it up on your own time. Uh but basically, it's a verse saying that um, all scriptures, scripture is scripture. <laughs> all you made fun of me last
1: episode, but now you're burpy no, yeah, and yeah. and you're the one. Yeah. So all
0: all scripture is God breathed and something else. Anyway, this like the Bible is God's directed word, direct word, right? So like anything that comes from the bible can be applicable and can be used to build our build our faith and build other people up like god has given us this tool that is his direct word and like we can use it and we can make it a part of our regular day, so why wouldn't we, right? Especially if we want a relationship with him, why wouldn't we take God's direct word and put it into our schedule and put it into our daily routine, right? Put it in right after we br- brush our teeth, right? So you don't get the pages all stinky. Um <laughs> But like, I don't, I think, I think, Oh, wait, wait,
1: wait. Get the pages all stinky? Just because the Bible is God breathed doesn't mean that you need to breathe on it while you read it. What are you saying?
0: Because when you talk, you breathe out. So when you talk, you reading the Bible, read, 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 you're breathing on it.
1: Why do you read out loud? What are you sounding the words out? <laughs> so for some of you that might have a hard time with reading, maybe you are sounding the words out. My bad. I just read in my head. Anyway. <laughs> I don't um, know what you were saying. No,
0: I think, I think God's direct word. It's like, like (laughs) it's lost its punch. Sorry. I have a hard time like articulating what I'm thinking. So I just use noises, but it's, it's, (laughs) it's lost its punch, right? We don't, we're like, Oh, cool. Like God's word or God's direct word. Okay do you have anything new for me? Like maybe a prophetic dream or something like that? And it's like, no, like God has given us all we need. God isn't going to try to add on to this later on. God doesn't like, oops, I forgot to put this in the Bible, right? Or Jesus never said like, oh, real quick, I forgot to say this when I was back on earth, but and fill in the blank, right? God has given all we need. He's given us all the tools to do what he's created us to do, right? So why wouldn't we make that a part of our, um,
1: thingamajig team. team i i will say this though to me prophecy is important and i will clarify with this like i have had mentors and leaders and pastors pray over me and prophesy over me here's the thing if they said something crazy that wasn't in the bible i was never like amen you know like i i Made sure that like whatever, like, and here's the thing, like prophecy is encouraged by Paul to help encourage and edify the church. Um, so I'm just, this is a quick tangent. And like, just because like, I, I think you're absolutely right. Like we don't need to hear anything new, but sometimes prophecy is used by God specifically to remind us through the Holy Spirit of something that we have forgotten. And I will say it like this, like um, you talked about this in our in our episode where we shared our testimony, our Emmanuel episode where we were at Thrive and I prayed over you. And what happened when I prayed over you was I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, yo, you need to pray over Rowan. And then I started praying over you. And then you said that I said things. In in prayer that I had that you had never told anybody, mm. and we hadn't talked about this, right? So, but I didn't say anything contrary to anything that the Bible says. I didn't go, Rowan, you're gonna be rich, Rowan. You know, blah, blah blah blah. Like I didn't say anything crazy. But the Holy Spirit used me in that moment to speak things that oh, that you needed to hear that were still in line with His Word. So I think prophecy is important, but you don't build your life on prophecy. You build all your life on what was already said. Amen. True. Prophecy is just there to encourage you.
0: And actually going back on the uh, my testimony kind of like Felipe at the time I was moving to Vermont and it was like really stressful and it was like a big part of my life. And part of Felipe's prayer was I see you doing great things in Vermont. Well, never ended up going to Vermont. Does that mean like what Felipe spoke over me wasn't true? Does that mean God's not real? Right. Like, no, obviously, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's, in it in like, that, this is why you need to be careful about prophecy. Yeah. Because I didn't put all my eggs in one basket with the, like, you're going to do great things in Vermont, right? I wasn't, like, all gung-ho about it, but, like, I was encouraged by it, right?
1: Yeah. And all that to say that, like, well, this is just another tangent now. But, like, even though I mentioned Vermont specifically, like, I think looking back at at your life since then, this is a us moment here, but looking back at Rowan's life since then, some of the things that I think I prayed about in that in that specific prayer have come to pass in other areas of your life. Whether you're geographically in Vermont, the spiritual things that we talked about, about you growing in your faith, about you becoming a leader, about you becoming an example. I mean, look at this podcast. This is what we're doing. And it's evident whether or not you're in vermont like you have grown into things that that you know like are a little bit unexpected and maybe weren't you're not in vermont but it still comes to pass in your life and again prophecy you put it in context what has god said and what was god reminding him of maybe that moment that he needed encouragement for and you know like even even when i pray over people like that it's like i feel like god is saying this and we just go with it yeah but then yeah. again trust trust who who's praying over you because if you don't then don't listen to what they say
0: big facts dog um the the second thing we wanted to talk about is fellowship man uh no but seriously um god has given us uh fellows and brothers and sisters in christ
1: i think it's important to have fellowship with other christian believers and It looked like you were throwing up. You look like Remy when he was when he's yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) I forgot. Can't do that. (laughs) Um,
0: No, God has given us brothers and sisters in Christ, and like uh, God has given us relationships.
1: (laughs) Um, And shaking everything (laughs) that we own right now because you can't sit still.
0: (laughs) God has given us God. Like, created us for fellowship, right? Uh, In the beginning when he created uh, Adam, right, he said, let's make him in our image, right? So, like, we were created to be, ooh, I don't
1: know. You were on the right track and then you took a left turn. (laughs) When God created Adam, he said, it's not good that man should be alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I... I, caught, right. I was thinking about what I was saying you in my head. You were shouting and I, yeah, yeah, I was trying to go. I was thinking about, like, what I was saying in my head. And, like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, that's wrong and stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, whew. All right, so this is why you shouldn't listen to me. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, but, like, we were even at the very beginning like we weren't created to be alone we were created for fellowship and uh proverbs 27 17 says uh iron sharpens iron so one man shall sharpen sharpen the other right so like just as like when you craft a sh- sword right and you sharpen it yeah you follow north and south um <laughs> Like, you use iron because similar materials sharpen similar materials. In the same way, like... That's not true. <laughs> shut up.
1: That's not. You use a harder material to sharpen a softer one, but go on.
0: Oh. Um, but, like, through fellowship, you can build each other up and you can, uh, like, grow together in your faith, right? I'm not the same person as I was when I first met Felipe, and that's because Felipe, as a fellow man has like lifted me up and helped me mature in my faith to the point where like now I have my own podcast now I'm like
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. forget me <laughs> he has his own podcast <laughs> all
0: by myself no but like I have a podcast and I'm like I'm much more bold with my um faith and I like have much better uh, like habits with the Lord (laughs) and like I've come a long way in my journey and I attribute a lot of that to my relationship with Felipe because he holds me accountable right same thing with like mentors if you have a mentor whether it's a pastor or an older friend or something like that like these are really important because they can give you something they can give you like current wisdom or like wisdom that you wouldn't be able to give and it's important to have Christian wisdom right because if you if you look for advice from your um secular friends right they're not going to give you things or they're not going to give you advice that aligns with what god says in the bible so if you have a mentor if you have fellowship like with other people who are also brothers and sisters in christ like you're able to have a faith that's so much stronger than if you're doing it on your own
1: yeah and i think it's important that we understand that like you need to find the people that have your back that hold you accountable. Like my, my best friends uh, in this world are pretty much my brothers um, in, in everything. And, but, but, my people aren't necessarily just the people that agree with me like i have a lot of conversations with other believers that i don't agree with on everything right and the reason why is because in in this thing called christianity we are all many parts of well there it is pass on to me we're all many parts of one body but you know like we we all have different thoughts we all have different opinions we all Uh, There are some things that we shouldn't disagree on, or we shouldn't agree to disagree on when it comes to our faith and our doctrine and our theology, but like, there are other things that, hey, it's a conversation or two, and you have people that might think one way and I think another thing, and some people that... Uh, you know think basketball is stupid and other people that are right in the head uh you know like whatever the case might be and you have you have again back to this idea you have iron that sharpens iron you have people that hold you accountable you have people that you know like challenge your thoughts maybe you're stubborn about things that you shouldn't be stubborn about maybe you need somebody to tell you every once in a while yo you need to put on deodorant maybe you need somebody in your life that says yo you need to spend your money more wisely maybe you need somebody in your life that says yo you need to you know like hey this relationship that you're in isn't good for you and this is what I see, blah, 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 You need people to hold you accountable. And that's what fellowship is about. And people hate accountability and I am sick of it. And you need to be held accountable to something because that's how you grow in your faith. Grow if you want to stay a little baby Christian and if you don't want to grow in your faith and you do everything by yourself and you you know give up when people correct you and you give up when people tell you that you're wrong and you give up this and blah, blah, blah. But like if you want to grow in your faith, you need to hang out with people that are going to tell you that you're wrong and they're going to tell you that your poop smells. That was a little passionate there at the end, but.
0: Yeah, I I can't relate. My poop smells amazing. Um, I rub it on me every night. Um, (laughs) This is going to be one of those (laughs) things. That's that's going to be a weird one at church. (laughs) When someone's like, Hey, did you rub poop all of yourself at night? And I'll be like, What are you talking about? You and say then, uh, some <laughs>
1: things. You just don't even think about what you're saying as you're saying them.
0: Oh man. That's that's that's, em- that's embarrassing as well. I wish I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. Um last point. I'm gonna steal this from Will Smith. Um he had this, uh Will Smith had this speech, like a while ago, he was, he was a young lad back then, uh, but, and I, I don't know if I agree with it wholly, but he said, uh, like, the two things you need to be successful in life are running and reading, and I won't give you the whole speech, but I thought his bit on reading was uh, kind of cool, and I think it applies to, uh, like, how we, how we grow in our faith, right, and he said, like, there have been billions and billions and billions of people on this planet who have had billions and billions of questions. And there have been, a, like, in a good portion of those, have written it down in books, in blogs, in uh, podcasts, and all sorts of things. So, any and all questions you have, somebody has had that same question or has been in that same spot and they've written about it they've spoken about it so do your research right if you have questions don't let them linger if you have doubts don't let them just sit there and brew inside like research these things and this is why it's important to have a mentor right talk to your mentor about it go to a church or go to your church sorry or go to a church if you're not going to a church currently. What are you doing? Um but go go to church and like ask your pastor, like have these questions and have these conversations because through that you can learn so much. Like having questions is just an opportunity to learn more, right? When you're in school or if you're still in school, like and you're confused about an assignment, like and you go to your teacher, and they give you all your rec- all they're like, okay, you're confused about this, check out this video, and read this article, and do this, and that, and that, and let me know what you think, and then you read all of it, and like, soon enough, it becomes the one topic that you know, like, the most about, right, so these questions are just opportunities for you to, like, grow in your faith, and grow in your theology, or whatever it is, and like, even if it's a tough situation, like, read something about it talk to somebody about it like, like go out and like make the steps and make the effort in um researching it finding an answer because somebody else has probably gone through
1: it your hair's a hot mess right now Is it? uh it is <sighs> yeah still still a little bit of a mess but anyway um I do want to say this. We didn't write this down, but I think it's important. And it's the most obvious one. If you want to grow in your faith, live it out. Um, Like we didn't write this one down, but like everything that we're talking about evangelizing um, and and, you know, finding your purpose and living it out and not being a lukewarm Christian. Like all of this now is like the actual steps. Like, yeah, you've read your Bible. Yeah, you pray. Yeah, you read all the things. Now you got to live it. That is how you grow in your faith. Put yourself in situations where you have to trust Jesus, because that's what faith is. Faith is, hey, listen, I have no idea and maybe i have a little bit of an idea maybe i have the whole pick whatever the case might be but i need to trust jesus with my life put yourself in that position you know like if you feel like god is telling you to do this go do it if you you know like if you have moments that are going to test your faith lean into those moments don't don't run away from them i think it's so easy for us to want to grow in our faith but want to grow in our faith inside of a safe bubble Uh, the the biggest pay like the Sorry, the biggest space for growth is right outside of your comfort zone. If you are comfortable with where you're at in your faith, if you're like, hey, the group that I'm hanging out with right now doesn't really challenge me, step outside your comfort zone. (coughs) Wow.
0: Are you okay? Are you dying?
1: Technically, we're all dying, just some faster than others, some closer to the finish line than others. That was dark, but that was true. Anyway. uh Okay. Hashtag positivity, uh, and then uh, we go Shut where? Were, death. Death Leopard, <laughs> Death Leopard. Yeah, there it's it's a really fun attraction at the zoo.
0: I'm a really fun attraction.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, well, this whole thing got side- sidetracked. This little rant that I went on, but live your faith. You know, like you have to put your money where your mouth is. If 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 you do all of these steps and if you're still in your comfort zone, if you're still in a little perfect little bubble, you are never going to grow. Live, you know, like do the take. There it is again. Every time I try to get on this point, I can't make it. Take the necessary steps to actually live it out. If you are, you know, like if there, it's passing on you. I think we're dying. Maybe this is a spiritual attack. I'm going to get over spirits right now. Like, it's a spiritual attack. The
0: Holy Spirit is telling us to
1: shut up. <laughs> no, this is the devil coming for us. Cause we're spitting truth anyway. Okay. Uh, no, but seriously, if, if your job, if you're at your job, you're not known as a Christian, then take the necessary steps to live out your faith at work. If that school, you are not known as a follower of Jesus. Take the necessary steps to change that. If, if at home, it doesn't look like you follow Jesus, then take the necessary steps. Change your habits. Do the work of growing in your faith. Live it out. Make yourself uncomfortable. You know, like reading reading your Bible first thing in the morning, right before you go to bed, praying all the time, praying five times a day, fasting, all, all that stuff. Like Do the actual work of growing in your faith. Don't be comfortable with where you're at. That's all I have to say. It took us a while to say it, but I said it.
0: Yeah, we want to be like Fifth Harmony. Work, 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 work.
1: That's you a terrible song to you reference. You ain't got to
0: go to work, work, That's work, a terrible work. song to reference. Yeah. It used to be my jam as a kid. <laughs> I lived by that when I was like five years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, so anyway, thanks for tuning into this episode. Oh, uh, we didn't. We There's some stuff that we left on the thing, but I think we talked about all the things that we were supposed to talk about. Um, if you like this episode uh, or this podcast in general, please consider subscribing. Uh, share us on the YouTubes, on the Spotify. Share us your Instagram story. Oh, and another thing. We didn't talk about this in our evangelism episode, but use your social media to talk to people about Jesus. All okay. of you with Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all you do is post workout videos, or all you do is watch... Nothing. Or, or nothing. <laughs> uh, do something. Have a conversation on your social. People are watching. You're, the world's eyes are on you. H- you know, like that is that is by far the easiest thing you can do is just share something. Is just post something. It's just whatever. Encourage somebody. Like, anyway. Um, but share our podcast. Why not? Because we're talking about Jesus. That's a way to evangelize, I guess, in a way.
0: Also, real quick, before we leave, if you see me out in public after this episode... Just don't bring up the whole poop thing. So pretend like it never happened. Right? That's it. Finish.
1: All right, we will see you in the new year. Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas this past weekend. Merry Christmas. All right, I don't know what Rowan's on, but thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.